Going into South India, Sri Madhavendrapuri visited Remuna, where Gopinath is situated. Upon seeing the beauty of the deity, Madhavendrapuri was overwhelmed. In the corridor of the temple, from which people generally viewed the deity, Madhavendrapuri chanted and danced. Then he sat down there and asked a Brahmin what kinds of food they offered to the deity. From the excellence of the arrangements, Madhavendrapuri understood by deduction that only the best food was offered. Madhavendrapuri thought, I shall inquire from this priest what foods are offered to Gopinath, so that by making arrangements in our kitchen, we can offer similar foods to Sri Gopal. When the Brahmin priest was questioned about this matter, he explained in detail what kinds of food were offered to the deity of Gopinath. The Brahmin priest said, In the evening the deity is offered kheer in twelve earthen pots. Because the taste is as good as nectar, amrita, it is named amrita keli. This kheer is celebrated throughout the world as Gopinath kheer. It is not offered anywhere else in the entire world. While Madhavendrapuri was talking with the Brahmin priest, the kheer was placed before the deity as an offering. Hearing this, Madhavendrapuri thought as follows. If, without my asking, a little kheer is given to me, I can then taste it and make a similar preparation to offer my lord Gopal. Madhavendrapuri became greatly ashamed when he desired to taste the kheer, and he immediately began to think of Lord Vishnu. While he was thus thinking of Lord Vishnu, the offering was completed, and the Artik ceremony began. After the Artik was finished, Madhavendrapuri offered his obeisances to the deity and then left that temple. He did not say anything more to anyone. Madhavendrapuri avoided begging. He was completely unattached and indifferent to material things. If, without his begging, someone offered him some food, he would eat. Otherwise, he would fast. Purport by Srila Prabhupada This is the Paramahamsa stage, the highest stage for a sannyasi. A sannyasi can beg from door to door just to collect food, but a Paramahamsa who has taken Ayachita Vritti or Ajagara Vritti does not ask anyone for food. If someone offers him food voluntarily, he eats. Ayachita vritti means being accustomed to refrain from begging, and ajagara vritti indicates one who is compared to a python, the big snake that makes no effort to acquire food, but rather allows food to come automatically within its mouth. In other words, a paramahamsa simply engages exclusively in the service of the Lord, without caring even for eating or sleeping. It was stated about the six Goswamis, Nidrahara Vihadikari Vijito. In the Paramahamsa stage, one conquers the desire for sleep, food, and sense gratification. One remains a humble, meek mendicant engaged in the service of the Lord day and night. Madhavendrapuri had attained this Paramahamsa stage. A Paramahamsa, like Madhavendrapuri, is always satisfied in the loving service of the Lord. 
material hunger and thirst cannot impede his activities. When he desired to taste a little sweet rice offered to the deity, he considered that he had committed an offense by desiring to eat what was being offered to the deity. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda It is advisable that food being offered to the deity be covered when taken from the kitchen to the deity room. In that way, others may not see it. Those who are accustomed to following the advanced regulative devotional principles may desire to eat the food, and that is an offense. Therefore, one should not be given a chance to even see it. However, when it is brought before the deity, it must be uncovered. Seeing the food uncovered before the deity, Madhavendrapuri desired to taste a little of it so that he could prepare a similar sweet rice for his Gopal. Madhavendrapuri was so strict, however, that he considered this to be an offense. Consequently, he left the temple without saying anything to anyone. The Paramahamsa is therefore Vijita Sad Guna. He must conquer the six material qualities Kama, Kroda, Loba, Moha, Matsarya, and Kshuda Trishna lust, anger, greed, illusion, enviousness, and hunger and thirst. Madhavendrapuri left the temple and sat down in the village marketplace, which was vacant. Sitting there, he began to chant. In the meantime, the temple priest laid the deity down to rest. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Although Madhavendrapuri was not interested in eating and sleeping, his interest in chanting the Maha Mantra was as acute as if he were an aspiring transcendentalist rather than a Paramahamsa. This means that even in the Paramahamsa stage, one cannot give up chanting. Haridas Thakur and the Goswamis were all engaged in chanting a fixed number of rounds. Therefore, chanting on beads is very important for everyone, even though one may become a Paramahamsa. This chanting can be executed everywhere, either inside or outside the temple. Madhavendrapuri even sat down in a vacant marketplace to perform his chanting. As stated by Srinivasacharya in his prayers to the Goswamis, Nama Gana Nati Bi. A Paramahamsa devotee is always engaged in chanting and rendering loving service to the Lord. Chanting the Lord's holy names and engaging in His service are identical. As stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 7, 5, 23, there are nine kinds of devotional service. Hearing, chanting, remembering, serving, worshipping the deity, praying, carrying out orders, serving the Lord as a friend, and sacrificing everything for the Lord. Although each process appears distinct, when one is situated on the absolute platform, he can see that they are identical. For instance, hearing is as good as chanting, and remembering is as good as chanting or hearing. Similarly, engaging in deity worship is as good as chanting, hearing, or remembering. The devotee is expected to accept all nine processes of devotional service. But even if only one process is properly executed, 
he can still attain the highest position, Paramahamsa, and go back home, back to Godhead. <laughs> 